0: This is the Wounded Al Fisto, the longest shine wrestling champion, and you are listening to Pro Wrestling Post podcast.
1: You're listening to the Pro Wrestling Post podcast with your host, Mark Madison. This episode's guest is Lou Fisto. Visit Prowrestlingpost.com for interviews, blogs and upcoming events in your area. You can also find the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Anchor or whatever podcast app you prefer. And now, here's your host, Mark Madison.
2: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a special edition of the Pro Wrestling Post podcast. We are here with um, a legend, really, in our sport, and and somebody that means a lot to women's wrestling. Lufisto, thank you again for your time and your energy.
0: Hey, thank you for having me.
2: Uh, so now, Lufisto, this is, you don't ever want to say goodbye, uh, more like see you later, but, um, you know. We're on the retirement tour, but at the same time, you know, there's a lot of memories, uh, a lot of matches that probably have meant a lot to you. Um, Smash wrestling, I'm sure, has has a near and dear place in your heart. What can you say about your time here, your time in the ring, your time in Shine? Um, Speak of that, if you could.
0: There's so many things I could say. Um, There's definitely memorable matches. I've I've had, like, a, a long few with Mercedes Martinez, and she's always... I always believed she was, like, my wrestling soulmate, so she comes to mind when I think about my career. Also, like, cheerleader Melissa, there's the... Famous hardcore matches versus Joe Leader in Mexico. Uh, last time I was there, people were still talking about it. They still want us to fight. They're like, we need a Leader Lofisto too. And I'm like, I don't do this anymore. <laughs> and the Necro Butcher, he's definitely one of the toughest people I've ever met. Man, that fight, it hurts. It still hurts today. Um, uh, my time at Shine was... Definitely one of the best things in my career because there was a point where um, I was kind of a little bit, not tired of wrestling, but a uh, blasé because I had been the baby face for so long and, shine, and nobody would give me the microphone and shine wrestling into me. And they're like, well, today you're going to be heel. Here's the mic. Say what you want. It has to go along those lines, blah, blah, blah. And it just brought back so much love for wrestling. It was a great opportunity, first of all, for me to be trusted with, you know, their championship and for so long. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they had me as a heel, it was like a breath of fresh hair. Yeah. And I, I was cutting so many promos and I was like, I'm not too bad at this. And I'm like, and I actually like it. Mm-hmm. And so they helped me a lot with promo and self-confidence because nobody ever before that, I think gave me freedom to do all that. And, Mm. um, and when it comes to smash, uh, smash is special to me because it's, it's built by people that were there when I started. And, um, I think smash is the best Canadian promotion ever. Um, the talent that's here is just incredible, and I will always have love, respect, and admiration for Tyson Dukes. Um, when I started wrestling, there was no girls, so I st- I was wrestling the guys, and it was important for me to be an equal. And it was it was hard back then to find guys who wanted to wrestle me. Mm-hmm. And what was that? What do you think? It. it Intergender wrestling was not a thing like it was like a girl can't fight a man or it's the mystic violence And I'm like no superheroes can if Batman and Catwoman can fight why can't I? So it's always been my argument and When it comes to Tyson, he's the one that went to the promoter Which was like hardcore wrestling Federation back then and he wanted a feud with me and Even back then he was like textbooks textbooks Tyson Duke. so he was so good and I will always be grateful for him to um, accept me as a wrestler not a female wrestler like as an equal I have so much love for him it's it's hard to describe but he made me better and uh, he, he made me a, a better wrestler and he gave me confidence when I had none
2: um, now that you leave do you feel like you're leaving wrestling in a better place than when you first came in
0: for women's wrestling definitely um like i said i I had to fight for everything i had to fight to be on the card. i had to fight to be taken seriously i even fought the government in ontario so we could be seen as equals
2: uh so there was legislation that women couldn't
0: yeah the legislation said uh, a man and a woman cannot be in the ring at the same time and it was like from 1924 or something like that. So it was really, really old. And the athletic commission banned me from wrestling here and the guys and it's like, oh, maybe if there's a woman, you can come, but there was none back then. So it took me four years and I took him down. And uh, not only the legislation, the whole wrestling athletic commission. So today, when you look at women wrestling, it's actually a cool thing. You see a lot of go- girls joining schools Uh, You see a lot of girls in the crowd, like back then it was mostly a male crowd, now there's a lot of girls, young, Mm -hmm. older, like teenagers, and they all want to be wrestlers. We talk about the revolution, but the real revolution happened on the indies with the few female wrestlers who fought so hard that one wrestler became two and three and four and then the whole promotion like Shimmer came to life. And in Quebec, uh, Femme Fatale and Shine Wrestling. If we're thinking even bigger, um, you know, there's Saraya Knight in England. She yeah. always took good care of the women. And Australia was uh, Madison Eagles. Mm-hmm. And um, that made women's wrestling. Like, it's it's not... It's not a WWE thing, it's, it's way before then, mm-hmm. and it's the hardworking women of the independent circuit. So,
2: I know when I was growing up uh, as a child, to see Fabulous Moolah or Wendy Rector, the way they moved in the ring is not like what you see today. Where do you think that paradigm, that shift, and it's fluid, they're hard-hitting, the kicks are stiff. The, the, the moves, it's just fluid motion, very boxy with the way women wrestling was. Is it the training? Is it the match quality? Is it what What do you contribute?
0: Or uh, I think it, it all starts from inspiration. The women that pushed the envelope, that, that that made that wrestling change for women's wrestling, were pretty much all, I can speak for myself, big fans of Japanese women's wrestling. Hard-hitting uh, very intense, big moves, uh, impressive, all kinds of sizes. So I think a lot of it comes from Joshi wrestling and the typical Canadian American being inspired by those women like Bull Nakano, Minami Toyota, or uh, Akira Kudo. A ja yeah.
1: Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? 99 per month get your free trial today at powerslam.tv
2: there are i want to say that there's ever regrets because you never want to live with regrets and you're proud of everything you achieve. But if there's anything you could have think, you know, could it have gone differently if something happened, is there any match or because I've got my perspective, and it's not fair that I put that on you. Uh, my perspective of something that we wish we could have sought conclusion to. Is there anything you felt that there could have been a culmination or a match or a feud that, for whatever reason, just didn't come to be?
0: I was scheduled to have a big feud at Shakar with Kimberly. Hmm. I was looking forward to that. Uh, Really looking forward to that. The Princess versus the Wounded Owl. It was almost like Disney, like, where the. uh, Like, when I come in, a lot of people told me, like, you look like Maleficent. Like, yeah, whatever. Uh, And she's the princess. So I was looking forward to that. And of course, with me moving back to Canada, the knee being, you know, not so good and. Um, that didn't happen. I wish there would have been more of me and Jordan Grace, definitely. Because that that feud was so intense. And me and Jordan, we have such a great chemistry. Uh, I mean, she is my baby Pog, and I'm her mama Pog. (laughs) (laughs) So we have such a great chemistry as a tag team, but also as opponents. Like, we're both kind of the same built, hard-hitting. And she's Jordan is so focused on giving quality matches that working with her is always like fun and it's challenging and you really feel that she really loves this, so it's it's fun to work with her. So that would have been something definitely great. Uh, one of my regrets, uh, I, I wish I had, I would have had like a title in Shimmer, that never happened. Uh, I mean, titles are not important, but when you've been there for so long, you know, it would have been nice. But I had the Shine Championship. Uh, I had incredible matches at the Beyond Wrestling, always took great care of me. I mean, I wrestled AR Fox, Chris Dickinson, Jaka, uh, Viper, uh, Anthony Green. There's so many people I've wrestled at, at Beyond because Drew Cordero always believed in me and, man, he's like, you can do anything. You can do anything. And he would like give me so much confidence like like pump me up for my matches. So there's a lot of things I would have liked to do. Yeah. Now, like WWE, no. Um Never an interest. Anyway. I, I had a big interest. I wish I would have been in the Mayong for a while and then now it's like looking back, um I don't think that would have been the place. I look at All Elite and that would be a better place for me or even Impact because Mm -hmm. my wrestling style uh, I don't have the typical look. Mm -hmm. I think I would fit a lot better there and I think I would my style would bring so much more there. Uh, Back then because maybe WWE was the only option I was like oh I need to be there. Uh, But now there's so many other options that I feel I would bring a lot more there. Uh, if not as a wrestler, as a trainer, an agent, I love putting matches together. I just love it. I love when kids are trying to put something together and they're they're, they're struggling. And I, I, what's your moves? What's your, and I piece things up together. I just, I just love it. And with everything that happened and uh, the past two years were really rough on the personal side for me with illness and uh, moving back to Canada and all kinds of stuff. And right now I'm at peace with so many things. I'm in a very good place in my life. Uh, I, I have really good people in my life now. And uh, now that I, as <laughs> the head song says, now that I see clearly. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I think if there was one more thing to do, All Elite would be the place because they take care of their wrestlers. Everybody I know who signed there is happy. They're like employees. They're not like, ah, you're an independent contractor, we don't care. Yeah. That, that means a lot. Uh, I feel that it's a promotion by wrestlers for wrestlers. So that, that would have been the thing
2: so interesting because you know you've unfortunately sustained an injury and and that holds you back is that one of the, the kind of the drawbacks of being the independent contractor not having the health and the protection oh definitely. Of the company behind
0: you definitely because there's so many things that can happen when you're in a ring and uh, you know we're all trained not to get hurt but it, it happens it's we're working with our bodies so um, yeah definitely I mean my knee is the way it is because years ago when the first, um, the first injury happened, um, I tore up my ACL and my meniscus. I was the only girl, so I was not, like, allowed to be hurt because people would call me, like, Oh, look at the girl. She, she's hurt. She don't belong, blah, blah, blah. So when I got hurt, I just kept it really quiet, and I kept going, and I kept going on it. So it got bad. And so I had a small surgery where they cleaned up my knee, but I was wrestling on a knee without any cushions. Yeah. So it was bones hitting for 20 some years because that was in 2002 or 2019. And I kept going, going, going like that with that knee. It's
2: really young in your career. to be Wrestling this amount of time, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So, geez, you know Um, nobody thinks any less of you. Yeah, I've, I've torn my ECL. I've torn my this. It's terrible. It is, it <laughs> it's It is the worst
0: pain I ever it felt. Is,
2: it is. It really is. It feels like an accordion crunching. Oh, my and God. And not really coming back up. It, it is really awful. <laughs> um, so is training or even a rest school in Quebec, is that is that something to that you may want to...
0: Um, at first, I didn't want to. I was like, I don't want to take care of people, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to be a mom. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's like having children. It's literally, But... I've, I've been giving seminars, and I've been enjoying a lot. I've been taking people under my wing where, um, you know, just to guide them. And it's really fulfilling. I almost feel better. You know, when I have a good match, I'm really happy. Like, I had a good match with Sebastian Suat. The crowd was really nice. Like, I feel great about it. But if I help someone and I see them having a match, that's awesome. I feel even better now. It's fulfilling. I feel like I'm I'm giving back. And when I started, like nobody wanted to help me, so I've always felt like I needed to help others because I didn't want them to go through the same, yeah. Yeah. The same crap.
1: Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Five ninety nine 99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. So who
2: can you say, or from a, from an outside perspective mm-hmm. you can watch, that is somebody that is going to take women's wrestling, or a group of women that are going to take women's wrestling to the next millennium, and they are going to push it to an even further
0: height? Um, um, well, Jordan. Yeah. Jordan, Tessa, Tessa Blanchard. When it comes to WWE, uh, I love Tony. Tony Storm, she's amazing. I've worked her uh, great. I love Jazzy Gabbard. Yeah. She's a badass. Like, I'm not watching WWE lately, but um, yeah, these are the first names that come to mind, really. Yeah, that's good.
2: That's good. Um, so, is there anyone now that you would say that you you can take pride in seeing them flourish? right at the moment I mean you know you've you got a perspective of who is mm-hmm. but is there anyone right now I'm like you know I, I know that I've helped in some small way um, and it's not necessarily taking credit it's more you're proud of them like like any parent would watching <laughs> their child ride their bike without um, the training wheels I'm I,
0: really uh, one, one person that comes to mind she's not a wrestler but she was and it's Jessica Carr she's a referee now at NXT yeah and she was my partner at Shine and C4. She's always been humble, so nice. She's a hard worker, always smiling. And to see her, you know, a good person make it. And she seems so happy right now in her life. I, I'm so happy to see her there. I love what Shayna's doing. Shana's one of them that I, I, I love Shayna. She's one of a kind. She, she's, She's not in that mold. She's different. She's yeah. a legit badass. Yeah. She's I love Shayna. I yeah. wonder
2: what she did tonight. I don't know. She was facing heel. So oh, I Be don't know. I'm Why sure that? that
0: would have been. I'm sure that was great. I'm yeah. sure that was great. Um, you've had tour of duties in Japan. compete in Japan. I I did twice. Yeah. I did wrestle for uh, A to Z, which was Arceon for uh, Yumiko Ota and Minami, uh, not Minami, but uh, Mima Shimoda. Yeah. And I wrestled also, I had a little tour with the International Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. Nothing big, but
2: yeah. do, do you ever see international women being as successful domestically in like North America as we've seen with the Tessels and, and Tony? Or is language a bit of a an issue?
0: Um, because I, it I seems at- to be an issue in WWE because uh, Asuka went really high and now because she can't She's struggling with English. Mm-hmm. She, she speaks English, but um, you never see her. You don't see her as much, I feel. But yeah. as I said, I haven't watched for the past few weeks. Um, but um, in, in other promotions, I feel like uh, going back to All Elite, the work speaks for itself. Yeah. Like Kenny Omega and Okada didn't have to say a word. They just had to wrestle. Yeah. Like the, they, the work rate speaks for itself there. It's more wrestling oriented, mm-hmm. so uh, there's definitely opening for other people now. I think with with that option and um, just you just look at Impact like Josh Alexander uh, finally is out. Like he's so good. Like it 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 was a long time coming. He should have been like on TV like forever. Yeah. So I'm I'm so. Happy for him and Ethan Page. And I'd like to see my Canadian peers, like, making it and doing doing fantastic.
2: Fantastic. Super. Um, you know, um, next match, what is scheduled? What's to come up before the end of the year for
0: you? So uh, next week I'm fighting uh, up-and-coming rookie uh, Ryan Donovan, who's, uh, I think wrestling is smashed tomorrow, actually. Yeah. He's really, he's, he's a very passionate, uh, hungry kid, and I'll be defending my, uh, it's called, la Lute C'est Vrai, which means wrestling is real. Uh, I'm the main champion of the promotion, actually an all male champion. I'll be defending against him. Um, then after that, I have uh, another defense of that title against another, uh, fresh new face from Quebec called, uh, he's, he's called, um, uh, oh my God, Francesco de la Cruz. Uh, he's, he's. Fernando La Cruz, sorry, I messed up his name. No problem. He's he's pretty good. He's yeah. pretty good too. So I'm having a lot of fun with I call them the kids. <laughs> but they're 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 hungry, they're humble, they wanna succeed. Uh, if I can give them a little bit of my help, uh, I'm tag teaming also with Cat Vong, which I'm helping in every like wrestling aspect right now. And we are the JCW Tag Team Champions, a male championship as well, right now. So I have two titles right now. So if I can keep them till that I don't know. Uh, but it's yeah, it's been it's been fun. Like right now, I'm taking uh, bookings with people I love with uh, friends. It's it's not a it's not a I'm not driving to work. I'm, it's a road trip now. It's fun. Um, I slow down wrestling right now. Like, I'm trying to enjoy every single little things I do. Uh, even if I don't go back to the bigger promotions I was at, I'm like, I just want to... I, I, I lost what was, uh, like, wrestling to me. It's, um, it's hard to explain, but... um, I was so into working, like, wrestling work, that I forgot why I loved it. And right now, I'm just... Enjoying, I, I I feel I went back to the basics. Like so, the so where would the switch come back that The passion came back. Well, was there a moment? Was there
2: a an instant? Was it a match? Was it a conversation? Sometimes there's any number of little things that kind of.
0: I, I, I just love think it again, it, I right? just think it's all the bad stuff that happened <clears throat> last year, and living in the states for me was it was not working out, um, and the cancer, and so many things that it's like I needed to. <laughs> I needed to go back to my family, my friends, and um, it—it's like, yeah, it's—it's it's going back to the sources, and yeah, it's and focusing on what's important, not wrestling work, but why I love wrestling and being with my friends, and all that. Stuff. That's
2: good. That's good. Do you have a last match, an ideal person that you wanna? Say goodbye to... I named
0: him already. And who would that be? Tyson Dukes.
2: So can we, shall we, do we hope for, will it happen in the <laughs> smash Ring? Does it happen at home in Quebec? Like we're, have, have we
0: set a date? Oh, uh, no. No, okay. Like it's, that's one thing that's really funny. I plan to retire um, in December, but it's like I can't, I can't get the last matches I want, so I'm like, am I postponing this because I can't get the last one?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but everybody wants me to keep going. Oh, it's just like uh, Kat, Kat Von God, my partner, she's like, hey, stay with me. We tag. I take the bumps. You, you just do the yapping <laughs> because we're, we're heels. She's like, we're good. You'll keep going for years. I'll take the bumps. She's oh, like, don't I quit. Don't... <laughs> you
2: have so much to give outside of the ring, I think your passion, your heart, your smile, um, and your love will transcend the ring. And we're better for having seen you wrestle. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, on behalf of Lufisto, we're not gonna say goodbye. We're gonna <laughs> say, see you later. Uh, this is Mark Madison for the Pro Wrestling
1: Post Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Pro Wrestling Post Podcast with your host, Mark Madison. Once again, please visit ProWrestlingPost.com for interviews, blogs, and upcoming events in your area. And be sure to download the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Anchor, or whatever podcast app you prefer.